Gorbachev has uh, passed away overnight at age 91. What would you say were his, was his major legacy to the world? Well, I think probably the ending of the Cold War. I mean, he also is responsible for the dissolution of the Soviet Union. But in terms of the world at large and other countries, I think the fact that he actually put an end to the Cold War was his greatest legacy. It's very interesting because people in the former Soviet Union had a different view of him. He was much less popular inside than he was outside. Really? Hmm. Uh his is main, mainly because I think outside there was a greater appreciation of what it meant to dis, uh, to sort of take apart the Soviet Empire, um, and there were hardships in the so in the former Soviet Union, mainly economic hardships because of his changes. But Perestroika and Glasnost, which were his two major policies, the restructuring of Russia. And an openness, Glasnost was openness. Uh, this is something that the Russians hadn't ever known. They didn't know it under the mm-hmm. czars, and they didn't know it under the Soviets. But again, as I say, the major impact, I think, for the rest of the world was ending the Cold War. He signed uh, arms agreements. He, he uh, Arms agreements said it meant dis, uh, dissolving basically whole uh, categories of nuclear weapons. Mm. And uh, reaching much more than detente, which had been uh, pursued by some of his predecessors. Looking back in retrospect, what were the reasons for that? Well, it's a very interesting thing. Gorbachev saw all the flaws in the Soviet system. Mm. Why he saw them and others didn't uh, is very difficult to know, and why he had the courage, how he had the courage to attack them. But he saw the flaws, uh, not only the economic flaws, but the political. He wanted a much more open system. He wanted competition between political parties. He wanted freedom from censorship. These were amazing ideas. Uh, And while there were probably others in the former Soviet Union who had some of these ideas, they certainly weren't uh, noticeable amongst the leadership. And he was, of course, a very young leader. He came to power. I think he was 54 when he came to mm-hmm. power. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was known as a reformer, but he hadn't really done very much in, a, in effect. And he came in, and right one after another, he introduced reforms. I often wonder if his wife, Raisa, had an influence on him. <laughs> it's very hard to know where all this came from or if others uh, had the same ideas but not the courage to carry them out. Well, he had a different background, didn't he, than, let's say, Brezhnev? No, I think his his move up the Communist Party ladder was fairly standard. It was pretty fast, but it was standard. And that, I'm not sure that the, the leaders who crowned him in the end and brought him into power knew just how far he would go. Uh, I don't think anybody really appreciated how far he would go on the reforms. But he really was quite an extraordinary figure to have the courage um, to go ahead with what were amazing, amazing changes. And they changed the whole Russian system. Let's talk a little bit about the Israel-Soviet Union relations at that time. Wasn't that under Gorbachev that the ties were renewed? Yes, yes, definitely. He he changed the whole foreign policy as well as domestic policies, and part of that became uh, a change towards Israel 
And uh, with regard to the Arab-Israeli conflict, he basically said, look, each side has interests. Let's let them, you know, balance out these interests and come to something, which was a very new approach for the Soviet Union on the Arab-Israeli conflict. This idea of balancing interests, even recognizing that there were interests. He also came to Israel after he was... um, after a few years, I've forgotten exactly the right, year. Right, I think Yitzhak Rabin had welcomed him here. Yeah, I, I was at the white, at the Predison's uh, dinner for him, mm-hmm. and I know when it came to my turn on the uh, reception line, the receiving line, I simply said thank you. <laughs> and what I was thinking about was the ending of the Cold War, the relief, because, you know, I grew up with the, the, the nuclear threat and air raid warnings and so forth. Mm-hmm. I grew up in America, and... Uh, this lifting of the the nuclear threat, the ending of certain types of weapons, the agreements on certain weapons, and basically ending the Cold War was, I think, the greatest contribution. Of course, his, his reforms led to the dissolution of the Soviet Union, and I'm sure that uh, a lot of people say that was a negative factor, but I think it was, of course, positive. What about Aliyah? Uh, what, did he have an impact on the the, the beginning of the yes, wave he began, of Soviet he began immigrants? very gradually to let people travel freely, mm-hmm. and that meant letting Jews out. And uh, we have these the major uh, immigrations of former Soviet Jews that came. Um, I forget. I forget. It was in eighty nine, ninety. Mm-hmm. He definitely loosened. Uh, all kinds of restrictions on Soviet citizens, and that included also the possibility for Jews to leave. Now, in retrospect, you think uh, Russians think differently of Gorbachev now? It's very hard to say. I, I simply don't know how they view him mm-hmm. today. Um, the At the time, I remember that he was not popular mm-hmm. in, in the Soviet Union. There were There were all kinds of economic changes that he made that led to um, problems. And in some cases, in Glasnost, for example, he hesitated when they had the uh, the nuclear explosion in Chernobyl. He hesitated, but then he went ahead and he revealed it because it was typical of the Soviets not to reveal disasters. Mm. Um, and I think that was a very telling, um, maybe even a turning point of his rejection of the past ways in which the Soviet Union operated. But if you ask Russian immigrants, I'll bet you they'll say that they they didn't appreciate him because things began to fall apart. When you make uh, totally total changes, thorough changes, and particularly in the economy, um, things things did not go well. And I remember that he was not popular. Well, he certainly uh, he certainly had impact on world history, though. There's no question about it. In my opinion, the basic and most important impact was. You know, for the Soviet Union getting out of Afghanistan, of course, ending that war. But much more broadly, it was the arms uh, limitations agreements with the West and, and ending the Cold War, plain and simple. Okay, of course, the East European countries, one after the other, became free. And that's no small feat. One after another, they lowered their border restrictions, and one after another, the communists were out of power, and the East European countries became free, independent again. So I imagine if you were sitting in Czechoslovakia or Poland, you'd say that was his greatest contribution. 